Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Racing the rain at Fenway Tuesday night. A nasty evening weather-wise, but a positive result on the scoreboard. The Red Sox ran off five straight runs after falling behind 3-1. to one. They reached the midway point of the season with 44 wins. So if you double that, no, that's not enough this year to make the playoffs. But as we get set for the back half of the season, they're certainly in range to make a run. Let's talk about it after we ring out our ponchos here on Sox Daily. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Sox are doing. Raindrops in various states of power dropping down on the Fenway fans Tuesday night. We saw mist and drizzle and flat out pouring to the point of messing up your hair. But all in all, a very successful night. Quick turnaround with the day game today. So we're going to jump right in. Josh Lewin with you. This was a David Price start, and it was Vanderbilt versus Vanderbilt, V versus V, with uh, the Carson Fulmer experience for Chicago, at least for a couple innings. He was just going to be the opener. David Price, you needed for more than two innings. And remember, the last time he was at Fenway, he couldn't do that. An inning and a third, giving up six hits, six runs. The other 300 regular season starts he had made, that kind of start had only happened to him once. Other than that start... His ERA this year is 2.63, but because of that start, coming in, his ERA was actually 3.29. The one thing David's done very well all year is not walk, guys, and this would be the case in this one, too. No walks, nine strikeouts on the way to the win. David's now 148 and 77 lifetime, and the Sox are 16 and 3, the last time David has started at home. So this was uh, all setting up very well, especially when the Red Sox took an early lead. Mookie Betts leading off did so with an infield single and an errant throw moved him right along to second. This is a guy who is, well, now leading the American League, as a matter of fact, in runs scored because he would come around and score in the first inning. He's ahead of Mike Trout. Rafael Devers hitting second because Andrew Benintendi had the night off. Rafi came in with the fifth best batting average in the American League, and it would only go up. He ended up with four hits in this game. The first was a double slash to left. A ball misplayed pretty badly by Eloy Jimenez, and it was a very quick one nothing lead. Red Sox could not tack on to that, which was kind of frustrating, especially since there was an unearned run that the White Sox fashioned in the top of the second inning. However, you got David Price settling in. It, it always takes a while. David averages 30 seconds between pitches, literally, right on the button, and uh, we all kind of grow tired of that. But though it took a while in the rain in the second inning, it was just the one run. It could have been worse. Third inning, though, he did give up two runs. There was a ball that got under the glove of Xander Bogarts. There were a couple doubles in the inning, and it was 3-1 to one Chicago, and you're thinking, man, come on. You're, you're up against Carson Fulmer and a band of yo-yos here for Chicago. You guys got to come back and win this thing. Well, they did, uh, and, and they got right to it in the bottom of the third. 
Devers with a single probably could have been a double, but he settled for a single on a muddy track. He didn't want to blow out that hamstring. Xander Bogart's then hit by a pitch. J.D. Martinez cranked a single, so bases loaded. And after Jackie Bradley Jr. flew out, or flight out, whatever your preference is there, too shallow to center field, it was up to Christian Vasquez, and he ripped a two-RBI hit into left. An 11-game hitting streak now for Christian. His batting average still in the 290s, and it was in a 3-3 game. Rain really falling. David Price really dealing. He struck out the side in the fourth. We mentioned no walks, nine strikeouts for the game. And then what they needed in the rain was to go ahead quickly. Bottom of the fifth, make it an official game. Devers another double. Xander Bogart's crushing a home run, 429 feet to the back of the monster seats, really kind of uh, near the second light tower. There are two light towers out there, one near the left field foul pole, one kind of in left center. And it was towards that second one, just a, a monster shot on top of the monster. So for Xander, 15 this year, and since it's so easy to project now, we're at the midway point, double 15. What do you get? Anyone? Anyone? Yeah, 30. So he's projecting for a 30 home run season and a 297 batting average and 106 runs batted in, making it sound like the contract is worth it, making it sound like he really should be an all-star, which he may be. Alex Cora is the, the manager after all. So five to three, one run tacked on in the sixth on a sack fly by Eduardo Nunez. But another thing happened right around this time on a very slick infield surface. Tim Anderson, the great shortstop for the White Sox, on a very routine play, just trying to throw out J.D. Martinez, threw him out, but twisted his ankle on the muddy track. And he was carted, well, not carted, he was helped off the field. You don't bring a cart out unless it's football. This is uh, two trainers helping him off the field. X-rays were negative. They say it's just a sprain, but we're certainly not going to see Tim Anderson in the game on Wednesday. Everything stayed right there at 6-3 to three the rest of the way, and that's because of the bullpen, of all things. It was Barnes, it was Brazier, it was Workman who ends up getting the save. And for the game, one walk, 15 strikeouts total for this pitching staff. And as we hit the halfway point, 47 of 81 games now, the Red Sox have had a double-digit strikeout performance. They've never done that before in their history. For Price, he threw 75% strikes in this one. And again, in the rain, I think that's really impressive. 97 pitches, 72 for strikes. And he had enough support. And he was was going off a a pretty good lineup here. I mean, having to face the the young studs like Jimenez and Moncada. Moncada, of course, former Red Sox prospect. And if you go back and look at the 2015 Greenville single-A team, that was Moncada, Chavis, Devers, and Benintendi, just to name a few. That's a pretty good team right there. But uh, anyway, David Price goes to 5-2 and two with the win and enough support, especially from Devers, who ended up with the three doubles, four hits overall. The first four-hit game for Devers this year, the only other Red Sox to have four-hit games are Chavis and Vasquez. Yeah, Betts doesn't have one. Bogarts doesn't have one. Martinez doesn't have one. Benintendi, no. And again, on a night where it wasn't a sloppy track, Devers probably ends up with a four-double game. And there's just a handful of guys that have ever pulled that off. Only six times in Red Sox history has there been a four-double game. Brock Holt had one in 2014. V-Mart had one in 2010. Go back to Rick Miller in 81 and a whole bunch of guys back in the 30s and 40s that I, I won't bore you with. Uh, let's get instead to Alex Cora, his post-game comments, and we'll talk a little bit about Stephen Wright returning and the team heading off to London. Here's Alex Cora. Uh, we needed that hit. Man. Like, it felt like, here we go again. He puts a long play, and 
you know, Andy, very aggressive there with Xander. Xander is one of the best base runners we have. You know, he gives us a chance, but we got to take a chance there. And, uh, you know, we scored two, and it felt good. You know, we, we haven't done the job with man scoring position. So uh, for, for Christian to, to get that hit, it was a big one for us. Through a half season, did you, you know, was, was this the Devers you envisioned or has it exceeded your oh, expectations? I, I was looking for something better, you know. He's, nah, he's, he's been great. In, uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he's maturing too, you know. He's, he's not 100%, we know that, but he's able to play and he's playing under control. Not, not, not every 22-year-old kid will go out there and, and would tell him, hey, if it's a double, it's a double. If it is a ground ball in the infield, just don't don't go full out. And you see him the last two days. You know he's been under control. Um, overall, defensively amazing. He's been great for us offensively. You know he hit second today. He gets on base four times. So uh, I think the moment is not too big for him. He learned a lot last year in September and October. And uh, we knew the talent was there. I saw it on in seventeen. Uh, he. He played that, that playoff series. He was smiling the whole time, and we were trying to, like, rattle him. I mean, in Spanish and English, and it didn't matter. And he, you know, he hit that inside, uh, inside the park home run against Giles, and I was like, man, this kid, he gets it. So I'm glad that um, you know, he's playing for us, and he's doing an outstanding job. How reassuring a start was that from David? I mean, he, he's been great for us the whole season. Um, uh, we didn't make a few plays behind him, but you know he, he gave us enough. Uh, he, he threw the ball well. Velocity was up. Command was okay in the inside part of the play against righties, but then you know he got some swings and misses. Was able to elevate the fastball against the righties, and I mean he's been he's been good the whole season. And um, uh, we we took care of him this week, and now he'll he'll pitch again in Toronto. Uh, probably he'll go Toronto Detroit. Two more starts um, before the All-Star break, but um, you saw it today. Velocity was a little bit up there, and um, the action of the changeup was good too. He threw a few breaking balls too, which is good. So he gave us a chance to win. He's been doing that the whole season. Just kind of considering all the all the ups and downs to get to this point, we kind of take where you are right now at the halfway point. I mean. Uh... <laughs> We'll take more, obviously, but this is who we are right now. And uh, for everything that went wrong in the first half, we got, what, 44 wins? Um, I mean, there's not too many teams that, I mean, the Yankees, the Rays, the Twins in Houston, probably Cleveland, and I don't know. Yeah, I do know, but I don't know. Um, we'll take it. We'll take it. We know we're going to be better. We know that. Uh, you know, we like I said, uh, we got certain goals, and, and we got to finish strong uh, before the All-Star break. Uh, we, you know, tomorrow come here and, and finish this series, you know, and, and then go to London and do, do our thing, play good, and then Toronto and Detroit. Those are huge series for us. So uh, keep improving. I've been saying all along, you know, I, I do feel that we, we have to be better. And, um, you know, little by little we get in there, but, uh, you know, they still it's still uh, not far, but uh, we still have to work. All right, thanks to the manager, who is now 44 and 37 for the year. So, Here we go, one more game before London, and we talked about it a bit on the broadcast on Tuesday night. Major League Baseball's bid to capture the Brits' attention kind of unfortunately falls right in the middle of the most precious time 
on an English person's calendar when the, the fog and the gloom go away and the sun is out till pretty much 10 at night and everyone wants to be hanging out on the sidewalks and at the outdoor tables of a, a pub or something like that. They've got the huge Glastonbury Music Festival in town for the weekend. The World Cup of Cricket is going on. I know we don't care about that, but it's England against India, and that's kind of a big deal. And it's right before Wimbledon begins, too. MLB is making Baseball 101 web pages available. They'll be handing out portable radios so that con- confused fans can listen to live explanations of what the heck it is they just saw. But I don't know. I- I'm not really sure, to be honest with you, who's in charge of the project. I got a hold of this Baseball 101 thing that they sent out to the English people. And and here's what it says. Baseball 101. The Red Sox and the Yankees have been scrapping it out on the diamond for over a century. But to understand the rivalry, first you must understand the game. Here's your guide to baseball ahead of game day to make sure you know your fly ball from your foul ball. So they have 12 baseball terms they decide to teach people. None of them are strikeout, hit, or even out Uh, Here's what they went with. Ball. When a pitch misses the imaginary square called the strike zone and the batter does not swing. All right, that's cool. Uh, Home run. When the batter runs around all bases in one play. This is usually after hitting the ball out of the field of play. Really? Uh, Really? Uh, Pitch. A ball delivered to the batter by the pitcher. And then they define pitcher. The fielder who pitches the ball to the batter. Catcher. The fielder who crouches directly behind the batter. Foul ball. When the ball lands out of bounds. I guess that is what they know that as, actually. Strike. Occurs when a batter misses or decides not to hit a legal pitch. Three strikes and you're out. And it kind of goes on from there. Uh, uh, I don't know who exactly put this thing together. But, uh, you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm taking pride in bringing the game to Britain. You know, I've always been fascinated by, you know, what would it be like to try to explain something that's such a big part of our lives to someone who's never seen it before. I think that's like a, a sacred responsibility. And I'm really hoping that whoever's in charge of getting that word out, I mean, being Paul Revere on the horse, so to speak, that the Americans are coming, uh, that, that they do a really nice job of, of making it not just uh, you know, getting it out there in 101 speak, but making it really come to life. And I, I take, uh, you know, whoever's going over there, whether it's me or, or Joe Castig or Sean, or, or Obi, because we're all going to be there. I think we're all looking forward to that, just, you know, befriending some people or, you know, meeting people out at an establishment, you know, some night, and, and they say in, in those great accents, so, you know, you're, you're here for baseball. Don't know much about the sport, mate. Tell me about it. Do English people say mate, or is that Australia? I, see, I got a lot of learn, to learn here, too. But that's going to be part of the fun going over there, and... I'm just a little, I don't know if nervous is the right word. I, I want the Brits to love our game. That's probably the best way I can put it. I, I hope that it's a 10-9 a to 9 game. I'm sure there will be home runs because the Yankees have had a home run 28 games in a row. In center field, it's 385 feet from home plate. But I hope there's some hit and runs. I hope there's some stolen bases. I hope there's some diving catches. Everything that was in the open of this week in baseball when I was growing up, I want to see those things play out, and I want the Brits to ask good questions, and I want us to have good answers. One more thing for you. Stephen Wright is back. He didn't get in the game on Tuesday, but when he does, it'll be 24 pitchers used this year by the Red Sox. They used only 23 all of last year, so he comes back really right on time. And, you know, there are a handful of Red Sox relievers, including several of the the high-leverage variety 
the, the sort of guys the Sox often turn to with a late-inning lead, that are on pace to establish career highs in innings or appearances or both. Matt Barnes is certainly in that group, on pace to get into 72 games, I guess it is. Brandon Workman is on pace for 74. He's never before appeared in more than 43 big league games in a year. Ryan Brazier, Marcus Walden. Hembry is still among the top 20 in appearances among relievers, and he spent the last two weeks on the injured list. So just in time, I think, riding to the rescue is Stephen Wright, and he'll be a big part of what's happening down the stretch is my, uh, my, it's not my guarantee, it's just kind of my guess. Anyway, those are my thoughts as we wrap it up on the podcast for tonight into tomorrow. It is Chris Sale on the mound Wednesday against a team that he used to be employed by up against Reynaldo Lopez, who's got a six and a quarter ERA. Devers had a three-run home run off him in Chicago. Sale, when he pitched in Chicago, six innings, ten strikeouts. So the morning line says it looks pretty good for Boston to maybe sweep the Chicago White Sox and get off on the good foot to foggy London town. This is Josh Lewin. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon. I guess next time will be, uh, oh, I was going to say from London, but no, we got to, we got to recap the sale game tomorrow. Never mind. Never mind. And enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.